fiction, like meta fiction. What do you mean? How do you know you're not in the Matrix? What's some, what's well, your I, proof that we're not mm, in the Matrix? Uh, okay, I like uh, that idea. I like that right. idea. We'll phone it in. That's fine. This it's podcast is the sum of a remainder of an unbalanced equation inherent to the programming of the internet. You are an eventuality of an anomaly, which despite my sincerest efforts, I have been unable to eliminate from which is otherwise a harmony of mathematical precision. While it remains a burden to sedulously avoid it, it is not unexpected and thus not beyond a measure of control, which has led you inexorably here. What I'm trying to say is every time we run this fucking simulation, somebody who's recording a podcast eventually decides to talk about the matrix wow we have All done right. this oh, that's that's true we have, been, we have become exceedingly efficient at it and so i have the ones here with the best <laughs> computer terms i could find online for free together we are all the we ones. are all the ones yes so i have uh html cam <laughs> <laughs> backslash backslash is my middle name call me html <laughs> <laughs> or is it forward? it's backslash, right? it's backslash. Yeah. you can you can do both i'm cam uh, mr camderson <laughs> i have ddos alex oh i'm gonna control alt delete your, your internet how <laughs> oh, <laughs> you doing everybody <laughs> use up all my bandwidth crash my website that's right oh germa just went live Oh, my yeah. God. All right. We'll stop the show. Jesus Christ. Gas. Yes. <laughs> the whole show grinds to a halt. Anytime that pasty fuck does something. I'm so mad. That's true. Look. Is he on the show? I, I am. I am we mad. remember that he did do yeah, something. Yeah. Anytime you guys remember like... that he did something. He doesn't even have to be doing something right now. If, he rem- if you guys remember that he was around doing something funny. I'm honestly very jealous of his performing talent. He is, he is insanely funny. I'm closer to him than all of you. So. <laughs> yeah. You spend more time with him, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. What was my fucking... Anyway. What was my fucking... Uh, Speaking of escaping into virtual realities, who else do we have Oh, with us? yes. We have C++, Seb. <laughs> yeah, I'm used to make uh, video games and all sorts of programs. Wow. Mm. Not a great student, though, clearly. No. <laughs> <Yeah. Nope. laughs> uh, that'll never stop being funny to me. Minus. I'll always make a C++ joke having to do with the grades, the C++. Like, yeah. It's just right there. You have to do it. Mm-hmm. They're they're asking for it. Yeah, it could be a plus. I mean, I know somebody who got a C sharp. And ooh, damn. And I am your host, Error Macro, Nick. 
error macro. <laughs> what are you, are you, you made a macro <laughs> to create an error? Yeah, well, uh, error that's advanced. Yes. Well, uh, error macro is just something that would happen. Out in, here. Uh, it was something that got counted in Mortal Kombat if you looked into the code of it. So people thought it was like a character because they're like they saw they saw something that said air max like and it would have a number next <laughs> number next to it so it's like how many yeah. times did error macros appear and it would like always be zero so people were like i'm not encountering the character air mac <laughs> yeah. yeah so and then like they put, they him, put him in, in. he's a red ninja they made they put him in <laughs> well he's one of the robots no he's he? not oh no. no he has a Maybe he, he is like a no he's like a more like a psychic ghost that's a bunch of souls mashed together Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Anyway, <laughs> uh, we are, uh, you know, we're we want to show you that there is a world outside of this screen uh, that could be many other screens. That there are lots of other screens that you could be uh, interacting with. Lots of other screens I'm looking at yeah. right now. You right now you're inside bad screen. screen. What if you were on the outside of bad screen <laughs> looking at good screen? <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> uh, so. The uh, we are talking the Matrix Resurrections this week, and um, one of the things that that has uh, brought to mind for us is the kind of uh, entry level mindfuckery that is: what if you were living in a simulation? How would you know? What would you do about it? Doesn't that mean it's all fake? Um, and I have always found this question annoying because I what my first thought upon: are you living in a, a simulation? What if you're just living in a really complicated game of The Sims? And I think to myself. How would that change anything about what I do? Well, uh, God, it would never be this cruel. Yeah, what, what could you do about <laughs> it? Well, it's honestly. not even like what I what could I do about it, but like would having that knowledge change the things that I do? Like would it, would it mean that I uh, would see if I can make hit like the max underflow on food if I ate a certain amount of fried chicken, oh. like so that I could uh, <laughs> that like, would be get wild. get the values to like overflow or like uh, go for a glitch chunk and see which walls are the least solid by rubbing myself up against them. Like I, I like what's the uh... if you backwards jump <laughs> into the right corner in your house, you can clip outside. So if so Mario like... sixty four is a video game inside our simulation, does that mean the glitches in Mario sixty four are glitches in our reality? Yeah, it's like it's like the Ma- the movie The Matrix Resurrections, where <laughs> Mario Mario sixty four was another reality we lived through. It happened. Yeah, it <laughs> it's, already happened. it's real. <laughs> All art is a reflection yeah. of reality. You think I those know, are coins I go to a coffee shop, I, I see a guy that looks a lot like Mario. And like, <laughs> <laughs> are you my wife? <laughs> he goes, no, we've never and met he's before. Like, <laughs> Thank you for playing my game. Thank you so much for playing my game. Keanu Keanu should have said that in this movie. (laughs) Well, he did say that right before he tried to suicide himself off a building for winning his game award. Well, uh, I I think that the kind of what if it's all a dream, what if it's all fake stuff comes from, you know, like as soon as you learn like, well, perception is – is everything what if my color yeah. red is different from your color red the answer is that Whoa. if uh if we're if we both look at the same table and say it's red then it doesn't matter even if you're seeing if, you, if you're seeing <laughs> yeah. something different uh but to have a I mean, as soon as you read the allegory of the cave you're like Whoa, allegory what if we're only oh, we've done this before allegory in, of the cave we have done this universe before. it's pronounced different uh um, reality as soon as you read the 
allegory of the cave, yeah. you're immediately like, what if what I'm seeing is not real? What if it's the shadows? I love you know? the and shadows, that, though. I know. I just they're they're, they're putting out some real good fun. shadows this year. Uh, <laughs> shadows of the cave wall. I, I, well, that's, that's the thing that I always think about is, like, in the 90s, and this kind of era, maybe you guys can correct me on the era, but, like, it was popular to be like, aren't you so bored of your nice, happy life with your family and stable yeah. job? And now everything like, is good and please. normal for you. Isn't that crazy? Office space in the main yeah. people were pissed There's off like, about. Cold War is over. We can focus on not being, you know, imminently Having a house and having money. Up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Said, um, said everything wow, that, that I so do is okay. Your normal life. <laughs> <laughs> You're not fighting for your life every damn day. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, no, so that that always corrects me. It's like the thing the of 90s Joey was, Pants. He's like the steak tastes good, and I like yeah. it. I yeah. The, the 90s was like a prime time, I think, for like uh, personal existentialism rather than uh global yeah worldwide it's, it's, existentialism yeah, it's, like an, in, on, it's it's thinking of this stuff on an individual level like fight club office space the matrix uh are, oh, yeah. are like three of yeah. the like the formative texts truman in show. this thing truman show great example um, a little bit more not as, a little bit different well no but they all come with the same idea yeah. of like the life i am living is something that i need to escape i got here by my choices or not whether i got here by my own yeah. choices or not this is something that I have the power to escape from and live a life that is satisfying to myself. That matters, man. Yeah, something that matters. That Why am I doing this bullshit? Why am I looking life. at bad screen? <laughs> I don't Can't want, wait I don't... to get home and look at good screen. Yeah, good screen hadn't been invented yet at the time. Uh, yeah, no. Good. They wanted to go no look at their screens. copier or fax machine. Yeah, good, good, good screen. <laughs> no, their fax machine at home. <laughs> Good screen. Tired of looking at bad papers. Good screen wasn't invented Can't until 2001 when Wario Land papers. 4 came out. Um, looking at bad shadows. I want to look at that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I yeah I do think that that was was kind of like in the water at the time thanks to the uh, general like kind of uh, like economic and cultural position of uh, the U.S. and that's why. People don't say this stuff as much now yeah, unless, unless they things are. things being that good when you can be like, is reality really real? And now we're just like, uh, I don't know. Am I going to catch a, a viral pandemic going to the grocery store? Yeah, exactly. Instead of, am I going to be oh, kind of happy with my Am I going to catch a virus? <laughs> is that what you're saying? Am I going to get some kind of virus that will infect my data and cause me to cease to exist so that I get saved over by a big JPEG? Is that what you're saying? Yep. I want Agent Smith to turn. Are you just a walking Smith JPEG? So bad. Oh, uh, you were there for when we were watching. I was reminded of. Um, so there was this old thing on uh, 4chan where somebody uh, was like, "Guys, I'm gonna post it," and they posted an image that was a really high res <laughs> image of Hirohiro, Hirohiko Araki <laughs> from the author and uh, artist behind JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, eating a donut, and it was just a really, really high res picture of him eating a donut <laughs> and people kept saying it was a virus and that if you opened it up like your computer would slow down and crash and stuff uh and w your computer would slow down but it was because this person made like a a multiple gigabyte image that when you tried to open it up like caused problems like the thumbnail was perfectly viewable but as soon as you clicked on it like it would just your computer would like sweat and smoke trying to just open this up but then I found like out fifty thousand by fifty thousand. Yeah, I did. I found out later by uh, doing this when I got home that that was apparently a variation, and the original had a screamer in it. It was one of those things that was disguised. Oh. It was a GIF that was disguised as a JPEG. 
So when you looked at it, like the the scary face would pop up after looking at it for like two minutes. So of course this this image takes several minutes to load, and then you look at it, and then something jumps out and screams at you. That's but cruel. That's then, cruel. as a variation on that, Local people terrorism. just started posting the high resolution image with no <laughs> yeah, screamer, so with no with no virus, no screamer, no bit. Just like, don't you dare post that donut picture at me. And then someone would do it. And they'd be like, no, stop it. No. <laughs> You don't understand the power of this image. Yeah, so that's um, what the hackers in our world are are doing to each other, or at least they were like five to seven years ago. Uh, That's a funny thing to do on the computer. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, like, you think about, like, having... it's better than swatting your Overwatch opponent. Yeah, exactly. That's true. (laughs) That's the other type of computer mischief. Yeah, like... You know, the part of the am I living in a simulation comes from the idea that, oh, every day of my life is the same. Whereas we are yeah. experiencing. Same as it ever was. We are experiencing uh, very interesting, I want to say, moments in our lives Maybe that are not live good. In uncertain times. So, unprecedented, uh, uncertain times. Something I read in a, in a Terry Pratchett other. book that I really like is that there is an old Chinese curse that says, may you live in interesting times. And that, that's the uh, that, that that's just the whole curse is just like yeah I hope I hope your ti- I hope the times you live in are very interesting buddy you're gonna yeah. love that yeah that's good uh, because, and so been? when there's a when there's like a monotony to life when you feel like the rhythms and the uh, maybe the routines the subroutines of your life are starting to blend together oh, a little much Whoa, that's when dude. you start to get like this life is like a uh, I, like it was like a goddamn computer for real. And, uh, and that's when you start to go like this is a simulation. But when your life, either through your or somebody else's actions or just the, uh, the global situation at large, is very uh, treacherous, is very like you, where you feel like, like you're on the precipice or things are happening in a manic, like quick kind of way. I feel like people aren't really like, am I in a simulation? Cause unless you're playing, it's in, it's in like Sim City 2000 and people are just clicking on all the disaster buttons. I don't, I don't no think, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I don't think that whatever, whatever program in, you're running is working out so Godzilla well. Godzilla shows up, we know it's a Sims game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> in, in the Matrix, they talk about how they made the original Matrix too, like everything was good and people didn't like that or didn't buy right. it. And right, yeah. So yeah. they had to make it a little bad. Yes. On the other end of the spectrum, if they made it really, really bad, <laughs> then people would, yeah. would realize People would work again. to change it, but they might not think to themselves um, as first thing, like, oh, this is a simulation. You'd be like, wow, there are some real problems with the world. But to generate the, the power of the, like, you know, the human misery or whatever from these people, generate like what you need to, to keep them kind of like placated, you want them to be a little satisfied, not like to have something, but not nothing. And so many people that yeah. we know in our reality have nothing and are <laughs> being put through real like social injustice and horrible tragedy every day. And when we see that, we don't think like, why would you code that guy in? We think like, oh, there's we have real problems with our society. <laughs> there's we no one would code something. this guy in. So when, when I was a kid, I... Um, I for some reason, thought up the idea of, like, by myself. This isn't, like, super unique. You independently came up with this idea? I independently was, like, simulation hypothesis. And then I was, like, solipsism, which is the idea that your brain, your mind, is the only thing you can be sure exists, and everything else could be made up by your own mind. People come to that. Yeah, like, plenty of people. I invented this idea. No, I I didn't invent it. 
Actually, yes, right. it I'm, was put in I'm your head a, by a I mean, if someone who is really into solipsism, I mean, that you must think that you invented it, right? Because the, the idea that you invented the entire yeah. universe means like that you, you did invent did. everything. Seb invented the shadows yeah. on the cave wall. Seb invented uh, no, Cam actually, and I's figments I, I of her imagination. Uh. Yep. I mean, Nick's not real. Was that Plato or was that Aristotle? Uh, Can we get those the new shadows or what? <laughs> yeah, where are the know? new shadows? <laughs> well, <laughs> Give us some new hold shadows. Hold on, I'm working on it. But so um, when I was a kid, I would think about that. And I would think about like, so if I made this up, then why would I do this? Why would my mom take my video games away? Oh. Why would, <laughs> or like, why would I think to do X, Y, and Z? Like, so so I would like think about that. So it's kind of the, the same deal yeah. with the... Why would you program that thing? Could I the guess. Matrix create a program that uh, was too heavy for him to lift? <laughs> <laughs> Could uh, hey, can you can Did you, you imagine a, a thought experiment that is uh, like a little less depressing? So uh, when uh, <laughs> Sisyphus pushes that boulder up the hill, like why do you have to imagine him like that? Do you guys see that town in like Arizona where the shadows haven't been patched in yet? <laughs> I am familiar with it. The sun is always like, directly overhead, so there's no shadows. There's, yeah, I think it's, it's a certain time of day. Hold on. I fucked Does my it, whole That would Hold make on. sense at the equator. Why is it in Arizona? Reminds me of the, uh, the, I'm, the, I'm probably the, wrong the salt flats, the Utah salt flats, where it's just like, like, a, it's like a big flat mirror for as long as you can look at it. Holy oh, shit. thank you, longurlmaker.com. <laughs> yeah. Holy just po- shit. For our listeners, Kim just posted a long URL. Even the longest I've ever long seen. Longurl.com. Lahaina it's New. like ten lines long. Oh, one of these ah. One of these is an Unreal Engine tutorial, <laughs> which like is half, very funny. It looks like Unreal. Yeah, well, no, these, no. These... In your Google search, there is well, one, yeah, actually, one actually is a complaint like about Unreal Engine 4, like how come there are no shadows on my landscape. Uh, but... Oh, yeah, it happens in various locations along the equator, but most recently it's happened in Hawaii. Okay. Yeah, it just so it's not like, like permanently like that. It's just. <laughs> it does look yeah. like a video sometimes. game render, though, because. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's fucked really up. Good. It looks like Gary's uh, mod. Google, I guess I Googled. I thought I Googled No Shadows Town, but maybe just Googling No Shadows yeah. is fine enough. Lahaina Moon. But it does look hilarious. I don't know what I was. So, uh, I, I scrolled down on the iFunny page from that image that Cam sent. No, and, uh, I, I I punched this into a URL long enough, and it's too long for, for Discord. <laughs> Discord won't let you do it. God damn it! I was just gonna talk about they people plugging no. audio cables into a mushroom, but uh, that's can, not can as important. Can this be this, the description of the episode? This in t- this long URL. No, because then I'm going to just get like fucking that. deleted for spam. When it's then when it's the, just a long link <laughs> that doesn't work, people are like, "Oh, time to delete this." I think it'll work. Oh boy, <laughs> this is real life. <laughs> yeah, this is That's one of the insane. things where, like, if if we were living in a simulation, this is how I would know. So I I think we might be. Mm. Yeah, the textures. Right. I'm able to post in. that. One. Holy shit! This looks like Except a. I shortened it, so it doesn't work as a link. <laughs> Invalid long URL key. Oh my god, this oh is a block god. of text. It's too long. We're in the looking glass. We're yeah, not we're not through it. it. We're inside it. We could just get through to the I other like side that. of this looking glass. I feel like we might be able to solve some of this. Yeah, but I'm thinking, right? If we really are in a computer simulation, can we at least get some DLC or something? I'm fucking tired. We just of this. did. We Matrix Four. It's DLC for the for the original oh. trilogy. Came came out for twenty years later. Life. Yeah. Mm. Um. But uh, no. Uh, but they should. They. Ha- when was the last time they patched this shit? 
Honestly, <laughs> when was the last time we got some new birds? When was the last time uh, that we had a... Yeah, they're, like, taking the out birds. They're taking room. out yeah. birds. They're, they're, like, look at that. They're removing yeah. content from the game instead of, like, bringing it up to speed. Look, the simulation has not been well, good. the file size is too big, probably, Like, right? the simulation hasn't been good since Shadowbringers, and I'm saying that right now. Like, uh, <laughs> I, I seriously think that, you know, since, uh, like, honestly, like, the new, like, just thing of... of climate change is just meant to be like a it's just meant to be like a this is the last thing it's we're doing we're not going to update it again so this is your last thing it's meant to be end game content it's the guiding lands for monster hunter it's uh you're, you're gonna you guys are gonna do this for the rest of however long you are in this stupid thing so we'll just leave it on that yeah it's, and it's really Skyrim kind of a slog to, too to get like, rid of it's so shadows. grindy it's so grindy I feel yeah. like I'm never going to reach billionaire. I'll probably yeah. be stuck. I mean, they middle, did add like this mini patch, this like pandemic mini patch, but it's a cool know, event, I, but it, it's gotten it was cool for like the first <laughs> I already maxed week. out the battle pass. The environment is already, it's too, you know, volatile. every time I look at my upcoming week, I'm like, that shit looks like the battle pass. Oh, and we're back. We're here. <laughs> Alex. How long ago uh, <laughs> what, 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 I'm trying to remember which one that was. We were like all upstairs like hanging out. One. Was it? No, I think no, we, were, we were in the, the basement, basement of our. Right. Uh, but we would, we had gone room. up to do something. And then I, I said some, something looked yeah, like the battle pass. We were pass. taking a break. Uh oh but, yeah um, yeah I I think we should get on to the second segment I think soon. so I uh I took both the red and the blue pill and uh oh not, there uh, yeah it's hitting. Right. <laughs> it's starting to kick I in. can't take it without food I I gotta t- I gotta take my red pills with like something I have to have like a banana you gotta hide it in some peanut butter yeah exactly I can't eat it yeah um, you fold, if, you, if you fold it in shit. a tortilla I'll take it that way but otherwise I see the red yeah. pill and I get angry. all right when we come back we'll be talking the matrix resurrections so don't you log out just yet theater attendees right now as you sit in your comfortable seats viewing your filmed entertainment perhaps enjoying something from the concession stand consider this the active human body can generate up to 12,000 BTUs of body heat pure precious life-giving energy it is unfortunate your collective puny little minds couldn't figure out a way to harness this energy put it to good use somehow. But that's beside the point. The point is to keep generating all that energy. Your body needs to be replenished. So, drink your Powerade. We have quotas to meet. Right. She's got a little tinkly bell, and her ha- name is the, um, Deja Vu. The, the blank check, uh, Griffin always does one of those bits, like mm-hmm. like you did at the top uh-huh. of the show, just substitute podcast into a line of the movie. Mm-hmm. And I haven't listened to their new Matrix episode yet, but I want to see what he decides. Oh, God to damn go it. For. He probably uses mm-hmm. the exact one I just did. I don't know. Convolutions. 
It's probably something shorter. No, he'll do like a line from the movie. Well, yeah, he'll he'll do a quote, but he'll substitute podcast. Yeah, he'll say he's going to say he's going to raise one eyebrow and he's going to say, "You think that's pod you're casting?" (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's pretty much. (laughs) That was great. Oh fuck! Ah, god damn it! I just tore my tore my headphones out by accident. I have all these wires next to each other. Oh, that's the worst. It's like you're on the Nebuchadnezzar. Are we good? Are we good? I just have to make sure I'm not, uh, I didn't just break my audacity somehow. I just plugged mine right into the back of my head. (laughs) All right. There we go. That's a good way of doing it. Uh, So, Alex, uh, we're watching The Matrix Resurrections on your recommendation. Uh, Not really recommendation, but just your whims, really. And on your resolution. Generally, how I pick a topic is my whims. Yes. And so, uh, this week it was the new Matrix. So I wanted to know what does the Matrix mean to you and why did you want to do it for the show this week? Um, mostly because I wanted to watch this new movie. Uh-huh. And um, I definitely would have still you know, done it if we hadn't done it for the podcast. Yes. But I also couldn't think of a topic. So okay. I rolled yeah, that's Yeah, um, that's a nice um, double whammy. But, I. I uh, well, I like keep a list in my phone of stuff that I want to eventually do as a topic, but occasionally I look at that list and I'm like, oh my god, all this shit sucks. I got to pick something good. <laughs> I just like look like what, what was the last five anymore. things that I did. Um, yeah, I I was never like I mean historically I was never like a huge Matrix guy. Like I yeah. watched that, I enjoyed the I enjoyed the movie. I like didn't really ever think about it, but. Um, because this new one came out, we, you know, we, uh, Cam and I, um, since he has been home with the coronavirus, have watched, uh, I'm fine. Uh, rewatched and watched for the first time all of these other movies. And, uh, I, I'm a big fan. I, I really forgot um, a majority of the first Matrix movie and then hadn't seen two or three. So I, w- I was really, I really had an incomplete understanding of what this franchise totally what was in, in its completeness as a trilogy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wanted to see what they did with this one because I heard some good stuff, and um, uh, we all watched it, and we will talk about it. Yes, that. absolutely. Um, I am happy that you picked this because I, uh, while I had the uh, you know Matrix trilogy watch kind of on my list for a while, I've, I've seen the original. I feel like all, like almost everyone has seen the original. It's like one of those things that is a cultural uh, sticking yeah. point. Yeah. But the all because damn near perfect. Movie. Absolutely. Perfect and because movies. but because it is a cultural sticking point, the other cultural thing is that, oh man, those Matrix sequels, they sure are bad. And now, like I kind of see where it's coming from, but like I realize like I let the Matrix tell me for so long that those movies are bad and I didn't need to watch them, and I was missing out on one and a half movies that I really, really liked. Um, yeah, there's some good <laughs> stuff in there. Yeah, it's almost three hours of good yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't even get me started on the Animatrix, which is uh, too long and not all the segments are good, but that I'm happy. That so long. I'm happy that it was. I this. thought I was watching it for like an hour and I checked and it was, I was like 25 minutes <laughs> in. I was like, yeah. what? <laughs> it's so but, long. But yeah, I've just been, I've been kind of jazzed about new movies lately. There have actually been some coming out that I like. Um, so it was fun to... Uh, and to not have to go to a theater to yes. see this. I mean, I enjoy the movie theater experience, but it, it is a little uh, dicey it right sure now, is. I think. <laughs> so it's great to just be able to pull up HBO Max when it works and watch a brand new Matrix movie. Yeah, in the comfort of your own damn home. That's true. Yeah, I do feel like this would have been a little bit more exciting to watch in a theater. 
I think that this um, one with the action scenes, but yeah. Yeah, this one felt more well suited to a TV to me. It did like the original movies have a little bit more bombast. What's that lie that? What's that lie that Scott Ackerman loves to say? He says, uh, "Oh, the big screen's getting smaller and smaller, and TVs at home are getting bigger and bigger." And it, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, he's right. <laughs> um. But no, I, I think yeah, that... do we want to get into it? Yeah. Do we want to talk shop a little bit so, here? So, this is The Matrix Resurrections. The Matrix Resurrections follows uh, Keanu Reeves as uh, Tom Anderson. Yeah, we're, we're going to be spoiling in... this movie completely. I don't know why you oh, clicked yeah. on this if you hadn't seen the movie well, yet. the fucking but, trailer um, spoils the thing I'm about to say. Like, uh, oh, yeah. Really? <laughs> Keanu Reeves? Right. Yeah, well, like, uh, the, the, the trailer and the beginning of the movie uh, implies that, you know, people are back... It, people are in the matrix again like the 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 matrix as a franchise moves on from the matrix itself to go to the systems that keep it in place and the the world outside of it but here uh in this uh re sequel uh we uh go we like we go back to being inside the matrix as uh uh keanu as tom anderson as neo is stuck back into the matrix and it, it is uh, the question is, why is he back in there after his seeming death at the end of the third movie? Uh, how is he still back in there and what's going on on the outside? And they work to answer. How did he get how, eyes? Yeah, how did he get his eyes back? Yeah. Uh, how much did his eyes cost? Uh, and um, <laughs> what, uh, All you know, yeah. Gets. Can, can uh, the aging one still lead uh, in this space future? And the thing about yeah. the thing here is not just like about the plot that goes on outside the matrix but also uh what goes on inside the matrix and outside the matrix the movie where um the uh new simulation he's set up with is as the creator of a series of successful video games called the matrix online where he made three of them and it's been a while and the studio his parent company warner brothers is going to is pressuring him to make a new one. I love that they named with Tech or Warner without Brothers. him. Yes. I can't believe that. That's so yeah, good. Really, really good. Smart. Um, um, and they actually, stuff. whenever they show Neo's quote memories or or the game, mm-hmm. like it's just footage from the previous trilogy. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like it's literally just shots from from the previous trilogy. Uh-huh. And um, uh, which leads to what this movie is actually about, which is. Uh, should there be a fourth Matrix movie, and why? If so, like it's that's the thesis of this movie. Like you can say what the movie is about. About like it's is it about like the you know the future? What happens after the dismantling of uh, of the Matrix as, uh, of society as they knew it in the end of the third Matrix movie? Uh, and how do you get uh, Neo out of the Matrix a second time twenty years later? You can say that stuff, but what it's actually about is. Uh, what happens when you have to make a fourth Matrix movie? Yeah, that thesis that it it kind of reminds me a little. This is a totally different genre and movie. But um, a couple years ago, they made a, a Rocco's Modern Life movie, um, yeah. and the entire thesis of that was, why do you want this? Shit changes. It's not the nineties anymore. Yeah, didn't we and move just on accept that's a that's yeah. a really good <laughs> counter example. It was actually example. really good. Uh, I love good. that yeah. as a as a comparison point because I've seen that and I didn't make the connection until you just brought it up. Um, yeah. But that one is more about like 
you know, people get mad when the shit they love from a child changes. And that is absolutely happening with this movie if you look online for even one second, which I don't recommend you do. Um, uh, the comments for a scene from this movie that I looked up on YouTube earlier today to remind myself about it were terrible. And, you know, obviously you never want to read the comments about anything, but they get especially vicious when you attack someone's memory of what they loved by referencing yeah, the, it in any the, way. The matrix that exists in someone's head as opposed to the movie yeah. that you could go Not fair, you them. changed it by observing it. And uh, <laughs> and that's like kind of the attitude of, of uh, people towards this. However, I, I will be one of the first people to say that other people's reaction to a movie should not inform yours. See uh, Last Jedi, like where just because people were angry about it doesn't mean that you have to pick a side to have an opinion about it. You know, yeah, you just because just say, there oh, almost certainly the are the going to be racist and transpho- <laughs> transphobes who do not like this Omar. movie does not mean that you have to like this movie or the other way around. It is not necessarily a cultural piece, although I do think that this movie has some good, interesting things to say. Um, but like when uh, I'm, I'm trying not to fold this into my impressions, this is just something that comes ha- like, hey, yeah, well, but like, you but yeah, you think first. about the way this movie <laughs> came out and what's around it, like there's no way to avoid the conversation of the matrix film because as uh, I saw pointed out online, somebody said something along the lines of the matrix was my generation star Wars. And then I'm like counting the years and I'm like, wait a minute, the prequels came out right around then, but no, they, they, they yeah. were right. Yeah, there was actually, they are, they are, there was a right. time where like <laughs> three of the biggest like cultural, like set pieces of our generation and our time mm-hmm. were in theaters at the same time. That was Harry Potter um, Matrix and uh, Star Wars. So that's I, 1999, I right? Be- Summer 1999. Yeah. Well, uh, the first Harry Potter movie came out in 2001. So the okay, Matrix so Matrix sequel. Still, the trilogy was still going on. Um, I, this is just a thing I, I remember sometimes when people talk about like Matrix Reloaded for for some reason is there's a poster in the uh, Mega Man um, Battle Network. Uh, and all about being inside a computer. Like anime. Yeah, the, yeah. There, there's like the anime, and there's a poster in the background in, in one scene that says "Star Potter Reloaded." Wow! Um, all right. And it's, so it's this is this is how Seb silly. blends all these things together in her head. Yes. Uh, <laughs> well, anyway, like the, you can't even begin to start a conversation about like, hey, there's that fourth Matrix movie without getting into like why, you know. Because the answer is yeah. very slightly more complicated than just money. Like, the answer is with my favorite punching bag when it comes to this sort of thing, Jurassic World. Um, it's it's be, it's more than that. I think my new favorite punching bag should probably be Ghostbusters Afterlife, but I haven't seen it to make fun of it because I don't work yeah. in a movie theater you see yet. podcast. No. The hit character yeah, podcast. Yeah, I'm all, I'm all good because I don't need that. But I, the thing is I wanted to watch <laughs> Matrix Resurrections because – I have seen what the Wachowskis have done since The Matrix. In fact, we just did a podcast about one of them at the last year. We did um, uh, we did Speed Racer, which was the Wachowskis. Oh yeah, and that was like uh, a couple of years what after the end of um, after that was a couple of years after uh, uh, Revelations, Revolutions. Sorry, Revolutions. Revolutions. I think that was, <laughs> was two thousand. Two or three? Yeah, no way. No, no, was was the last Matrix? Movie. Yeah, that was three. That was three, and then yeah. Speed Racer was 08. and I think that they did something else in between, but I don't remember. And then, of course, they've done stuff like Cloud Atlas, Jupiter Ascending, and my personal favorite of the stuff that they've done since then is probably, I mean, discounting Speed Racer because that's cheating, 
um, is Sensei, which I, I don't know if you guys have seen. That was their, the Netflix show that came out a while ago. But I think that I it's some, an in- somebody who was really into it. And I didn't watch it. Um, it was probably Sydney, statistically speaking. Um, but uh, <laughs> it might have been because that came out when we were talking a lot in college. But the directorial and, and writing style has uh, changed and evolved a lot between uh, the sisters over time, and uh, this one is just Lana. Uh, and yeah. um, uh, I think Lily was busy at the time I was reading. Yeah. And that's that's she fine. Was doing something else. And I think that there's like, because like you know when you when it comes to like uh, like American directors that you're excited for a new movie from like is, are there are there any like what who do we have right yeah who can yeah get to <laughs> yeah. the movie to be like oh I want to go see yeah this. exactly there there are very few yeah for me exactly first. I mean like Wait, even even the people Cooper who are real freaks about Nolan like Nolan's British and, and yeah like, oh that's true. I was gonna say also Nolan has made a lot. Oh of yeah, movies. he's also he he puts put out like six flops <laughs> in a row. Kind of blows, so uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't normally get excited about directors because I'm like, well, the director does one thing, but then they could be put under pressure by a lot of like it doesn't matter who the director. Right. Is. I mean, it does matter. I mean, like if the director gets a big enough money, then no their artistic what. vision becomes uh, a part of There's the guarantee. Producers, studios, writers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in the current climate, if if so, if like director you like is doing an ip movie oh god that terrifies me like yeah (laughs) there's very little sway that they could have on that yeah except somehow james wan knocked it out of star wars i don't know what happened there that was that one was a total fluke Uh, aquaman still the greatest superhero movie of our time somehow (laughs) i was very much a fan of thor ragnarok that's one of the only that i really actually enjoyed uh well anyway um yeah so this this is a this is unique among reboots for uh, taking a different uh, emotional arc uh, when it comes to discuss- the discussion of the old material, uh, reading the, the old material in, under a certain lens, and not having too much reverence for that old material. But uh, Alex, I actually kind of wanted to start with you. I want to know what you think first because right. you this was your topic, and like I, I think that that's okay. Sure. Uh, yeah, to, to springboard off of that, I mean, I I really I like this movie quite a bit. Um, I think it was it, it's in, interesting. It's positioned in an interesting place as a reboot because they do some of the fun fan service nods that you like, but it's not a, it's not they about never and they that. never let it's, them just sit. They always have to go. Oh yeah, I wanted to do that or or have or have a character mentioned mm-hmm. like. Well, yeah, the, like the, the new character who's playing as Morpheus is doing a lot of bits where he's like, that's what Morpheus yeah. did. Or and in a way, is, he like, is a new guy who is also named yeah. Morpheus. Like, that's that's part of his character. When I first right. saw... He's trying to live up part to of his the character mystique is studying, of this real like, person that existed in this universe. Yeah, he was like, well, I'm supposed to be like Morpheus, so I'm going to study up all about Morpheus. Mm-hmm. Which is a funny thing yeah, to say because you're having an actor who is playing the part of a guy named Morpheus in a Matrix film say, oh, I need to be like Morpheus in a movie. It's yeah. a very funny thing very to have right, to say. Right. And uh, yeah. Yeah, this, this, sh- this movie is like in- incredibly meta in a way that like really worked for me. I, it, it's almost, it's a, a reboot about the fact that it's a reboot in a, in a lot of ways. Uh, the, they have their own story that they go for, but like maybe the first whole hour of this movie is about uh, coming to terms with the fact that we're doing a matrix again. Like they're talking about how they had to do one using the fake matrix's version of the previous movies as with a video the real game. 
studio that are making them make it. Right, to talk about the fact that they have to make a sequel to a movie and um, the company Warner Brothers has already decided to make it and you you have no say, we're going to do it without you if you don't want to do it. And using Keanu as a stand-in for you know the creatives it's it's really interesting um and i yeah we cam and i had just rewatched like the first that first hour or so of the movie um earlier today and i almost want to say that that part that whole like conflict that whole setup of the movie could almost be its own thing mm-hmm. like it seems like it, a cause, short movie like because they clearly i mean of course since it's a matrix movie the he, the reality he's in is not real and he has to break out of it but like Keanu thinking, being a, a guy who made the Matrix, thinking he's in the Matrix, is its own kind of unique story hook on its own. Actually, now that you mention that, that's kind of the plot of a new nightmare. That one, um, there was that one Nightmare on Elm Street movie where uh, characters within it are working on a Nightmare on Elm Street movie, and then Freddy comes out of the movie to start killing them. <laughs> It's a very, very yeah. interesting take on that exact thing of like, hmm. hey, we're working on this thing, but it's it's starting to really get to me. Uh, like, and am I am I crazy or am I just overworked? And like, yeah. it's that kind of and stuff think, combined with the perfect blue sort of thing of like, oh, my art is consuming me in some way. Yeah, um, yeah and I it, think it's interesting to put Keanu here as this kind of trouble, like being stuck in this matrix for whatever sixty years, however it ends up mm-hmm. being, has has clearly changed him so much as a person in the beginning of this movie. He's, like, really worn down by everything in a way that I like. Uh, yeah, they play but, to his age very so fast for, in a very good way, I think. For listeners, I mean, obviously, we're spoiling the whole movie, but um, what ends up specifically happening is the um, the new guy running the Matrix um, has, like, put handlers on him um, to, to make him, you know, put him on reels so he stays in the Matrix. But... Um, he still obviously has memories of, you know, the before time. Yeah. And he's just, so they have convinced him that he is like a, a paranoid schizophrenic. They have convinced him he's having delusions in episodes. Um, yeah, they, they frame his past life and his past experience as a piece of fiction that he created in the universe, which is very cool and meta and interesting, but also like... I, I, a fucking devious way to keep your your finger on somebody <laughs> is to just tell them that anytime they try to recall something that actually happened to them, that oh no, that's mm-hmm. fake. You're confusing it, your creation creativity with yeah. real life. Neil Patrick Harris is gaslight um, gatekeep girl bossing uh, Keanu in, back into the Matrix. Incredibly yeah. good in this movie. Perhaps He's really my favorite good. performance. I, um, I have I, comments about him, but he he is really good. I want to camp out on, I'm not going chronologically here, and we can talk about some other scenes in between this, but I absolutely loved the scene where he uh, pretty much monologues. He put all, uh, he puts all, uh, Neo escapes the Matrix, comes back to try and save Trinity, uh, and he basically comes out, he stops time and monologues at Neo for what seems like five or ten minutes, and it's just so enthralling, because he's just, I mean, it's a huge exposition dump, and it didn't feel it didn't feel slow or forced at all to me. It was just like, it was so compelling. The cinematography, him trying to like slowly swat at him while he walked around. He shoots a bullet at Trinity and puts an apple through it. It's yeah. so cool. Yeah. Um, it it dragged a little bit for me, but it didn't feel like the director f- fault. Like it didn't feel like a writer fault. It was more like, stop gloating, dude. Like, oh, oh my man. God. Should I? It was more the character's fault. Uh, and I love, I'm, 
the the scene in Matrix Two where Neo meets the architect, you know, the person who built the Matrix or maintains the Matrix. I really like that. Is scene. really cool and interesting. Um, I think well, it's one of the standout scenes. In uh, some two, some people, uh, including our good friend Javor, think that that is the problem. That's where the Matrix gets bad is when they have too much philosophy <laughs> in it. Old man talks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's like, um, yeah. Javor said uh, how in do you his watch great the review, first one and be like, he said something along the lines of Matrix Reloaded is good if you start the movie after the French guy talks and before the old guy talks. <laughs> yeah, I, that cracked me up so much when he said that. Uh, Whether it's true or I, not, it's just a really funny thing. Like to you say. watch the first one and you're like, "Yeah, that was just enough philosophy." Yeah. Like, uh, and then you they add more philosophy and you're like, "No, too much." <laughs> like, how do you like the first one and be like, "No, because there's the too first much one, philosophy in the next the one." First one it does, the first one, it simple. The first one is simple. The first one is uh, it's, it has a very like kind of almost binary. Like being in the matrix is bad and being out of the matrix is good. And the second one, I guess so. They're yeah. kind yeah. of like free will versus not free will. Yeah. What's good? What's bad? Yeah. Cipher. Cipher is yeah. like, I don't care about free will. This steak is really good. And then you're like, and the you're like, what an good. asshole. Yeah. And then and well, now you're like, yeah, 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 yeah. Put me back in. Yeah. Put me in. I want the good steak. I'm um, sick of this shit. To, to get back to my thoughts a little bit. Um, that I just love Neil Patrick Harris having taken over in the fiction. He's taken over the role in this new matrix as the architect he's, but he has so, uh, such a more direct handle on it on things. And I really like that approach for the guy who runs the matrix to just be like there the whole time. It's so interesting. Cause he's, cause in matrix two, the other guy is just sitting in front of computers and it's cool when you finally meet him and he talks with him, but having this guy just be around <laughs> ruling this place is so cool i i like his place as like neo's therapist keep, keeping him in line is so interesting mm -hmm. and uh, i i it was marking Man. out all, the whole smith time as his boss is a wonderful time. interpretation of what of, of oh, what it's yeah. like to do that also i gotta look up the guy they had doing it because he was such a he was such a shit i just pulled it up it's jonathan groff jonathan groff He's really, really good in the uh, series Mind Hunter. Okay, I don't think I'd seen him in a movie, or I didn't recognize yeah, him. Yeah, great, great He's... new take on what a what an Agent Smith could like can be in this new yes. movie. I think it's. He's also I... the bad guy in Frozen. Yeah, but that's oh, it was terrible. He's the, he's the prince yeah. guy. Oh. Yeah, that's so. a terrible example of like what's good about him. <laughs> it's like He's his. I, was a little I don't know the delivery on that line. Oh, Anna! If only there was someone who loves <laughs> All right, you. Well, maybe I'm just the wrong person to talk that to. That was about pretty it. good. Check out Frozen. I'm not a big Frozen fan, but that was a good. That was a good delivery. Um, but no, at him as Agent Smith was really good, and I liked mm -hmm. like all of his all of his acting was great. I was a little confused as to what. Uh, Agent Smith was doing in this fiction. I have yeah, to like rewatch it again and pay pay attention to it because it seemed like like it he was... had beef with the architect specifically, but he was also drawn there because Neo was mm -hmm. there. Well, I, but also he was think... completely annihilated at the end of three. Well, so apparently I, they, I... they put him back in because um, they needed more rails on Neo. I guess. Yeah, they needed. They, they, okay, he basically yeah. has two handlers, which is you know his you his know therapist, business boss, partner, which boss. is Smith. Yeah, right. and his, you know, so okay. he's got one in his personal life and his, you know, business life. He can't get away. Yeah, I away. was a little confused about that because they, they obviously, he's not an uh, omnipotent, glitchy uh, Matrix guy. He's not taking over anything. He's just still there, but still, seemingly still remembers what happened. I, I don't know. Well, he's, I, a, he's a program. He's not, 
a person who's plugged in and he's not a machine. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but that that's aside the point. I, I enjoyed this movie. I um, liked a lot of the a lot of the talky stuff. A lot of the first half of this movie a lot. Um, I think once they get out of the Matrix, it's pretty cool. I liked seeing. I was never down for the Zion stuff in the sequels. I thought it was all kind of across the board, boring and not that great. Um, but I think that this new this new society they've been able to build with the help of the programs was a cool angle to take on new human society. Yeah. Yeah. And I liked the idea that like the true the sacrifice that Neo made at the end of Matrix 3 actually did something because it seemed like at, on the pitch on the premise of Matrix 4 I thought oh of course the the truce didn't last and in Matrix 3 they're like it won't last um but I really liked how we get to see like the real physical impact his um you know his decision to give himself over to the machines actually panned out um that being said, I think a lot of the action in this movie is not that great uh, for yeah. a franchise that was built on really cool, inventive action scenes. I yeah, think the, that the choreography the, is not amazing. There, was, some of it here was cool. I like the sparring scene with Neo and Morpheus. They kind of like he gets his his groove back, his mojo. I think they even say in the movie. Um, but the fight with all the weird programs, where the French guy was there, I was like, I don't. This is a little messy. I wasn't too into it. Um, some of the stuff at the end of the movie was pretty good. I I just, like, for a series that built itself on, like, you know, the Matrix action scenes are parodied everywhere because they're iconic. Mm-hmm. Uh, this movie did not have much of that, I think. Um, but yeah, it's otherwise, it, it was a lot like of fun. I'll, I'll chime in when people go. I, I'm, I've been talking the, uh, the room off here. Yeah, there's a lot to say about this. Yeah, uh, Cam, why don't you jump you in? Uh, yeah, sure. Because like you were so in the same I, room, and we, and, you know, I feel like you had a kind of very different reaction. Yeah. So the three of us, uh, aside from Seb, watched. Two, Seb was three, hiding from them. Well, <laughs> the other ones we watched virtually. Yep. So. Mm-hmm. You, you could have been yeah, there. Yeah, we did. We, <laughs> we streamed two and three. It was all of our first watches of those. Uh, and then we were able to get together to watch for um, yeah. yesterday. So, like, I was, I really like one, to my surprise originally. Like, I was like, oh, this is going to be a cheesy action movie with all that sets up all these things that, you know, like, were culture changing and everything. But yeah, I, I thought the, it would just be one a movie. Feels you know? like it shouldn't hold up, and it absolutely does. Yeah, I think. it's incredible, especially it keeps. It keeps becoming relevant again for bad reasons, but yeah. <laughs> it still is like now people are like, you got to get red pilled and see the real reality. You have to shoot black people. It's like, oh, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> not, that's not what that was about. Yeah, that, not at all. Yeah. And this, this movie like does a great job of being very direct and trying to set some of that record straight, I think. But, like I read a lot of that, a lot of that stuff as re- reacting to the way that everyone has misinterpreted the Matrix. Yeah. Yeah, I there's, there's a beginning scene where he's, you know, he's kind of told, you are making a new Matrix game or we're going to make it without you. And he goes around and he talks to a bunch of people who like, what is the Matrix about? Because even right, in yeah. the movie, it's <laughs> been 20 years. Have their own idea. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, so everyone's like, it's about action. It's about the human condition. It's about machines and sci-fi. And then there's somebody who's like, it's about trans politics, which I mean, I, which is a valid, I think, um, 
you know, read. I mean, they're all. Oh, the, I, reads, I love but, the trans read of the Matrix. It's so good. Yeah, I, I mean, because I, so it was during filming. I think I, I was reading up on this. It was during filming of you know the sequels that um, I think Lana came out to her family, um, but I don't know that she specifically. I mean, it might have been subconscious. Um, it's a yeah, it's I a good that, read. Like, but yeah, um, I mean, the, the the thing that unlocked it for me is like. Um, uh, or having heard and, and really realizing on the rewatches, like uh, the fact that like um, Agent Smith will like basically dead names Neo because he's not Mr. Anderson, the but whole he insists movie, yeah. on calling him Mr. Anderson the whole time. Mm-hmm. I love that, and like the big the big statement of identity at the end of the first movie is I'm Neo. I'm not. Mr. Yeah, uh, my yeah. name Don't is Neo. Yeah, my name yeah. is Neo. Yeah, it's really cool, and they do that in this movie too. Um, one of them like says, "I hate that name." Uh, uh, oh yeah, T- Trinity yeah. has been called Tiffany the entire mm-hmm. time. She's like, yeah, "Don't fucking really make, don't call me that." Oh, don't call me that. I hate so that cool. name. I think that yeah, there's that's definitely something you can think about of whether it was subconscious or just you have that feeling of like, I don't like yes yeah, this, this, this. this is who uh, I the joke yeah. the joke that, i've seen like who i was is not uh, who the I joke am. i've seen yeah. trans uh women on twitter make is just the the red pill is estrogen how why are you guys how come you guys can't figure this shit out it's so obvious <laughs> yeah that's, that's what i'm saying yeah. which i mean it, it makes sense i don't know if that was like no just, people are, they're, was, they're just they joking about it but i don't think that like it was a hundred percent there yeah, i obviously fun. think that the trans read of the matrix uh franchise up to that point makes total sense and like even if like they didn't know and then like you look at it later on and you're like oh i really did think that i was not in the right body like that's that's like a, a, a something that could be corrected like i think that mm-hmm. that's you know it's all there whether people can see it or uh, not and is different. like the 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 good shit where like in the matrix you like uh, how you appear is like your idealized version of your expression is yeah. so cool. Like, oh, everybody has the cool outfit that they like when they're mm-hmm. in the Matrix, and when they're out of it, they're in fucking potato sacks. They're completely yeah. shaved. Funniest stuff. example I mean, of that because he's not ironically dressed tactically. There's... He's dressed in a three-piece suit with <laughs> yeah. A, yeah. a leather crocodile uh, <laughs> pants and a uh. neon green tie. And Every like, oh, single wait, person so you... has cool sunglasses. <laughs> um, I- ironically, there isn't one character in here who canonically that we know of is trans Mm -hmm. um i mean not that they couldn't be uh i read bugs as kind of being non-binary but they used she and her so is whatever um but yeah i like um back to you cam i think uh, i think we left off we were talking about how everybody was telling neo or i think that it's thomas um, what it was about really i was just getting at like the baggage of this movie like the you have the not that you know all baggage is bad it's just that society has been watching the matrix and it's been evolving for fucking 20 years now so it's like the uh the red pill stuff i think it's funny in this movie i think everyone who's offered the red pill is reluctant to it at first and i think that's a a cultural choice to be like okay we're not saying you know you everyone wants to take the red pill and see reality or whatever um also the the other thing is the um, another bummer thing that, that it's you got to think about is the Columbine stuff of mm-hmm. like the the shooters cited uh, no the, the, the shooters mm-hmm. didn't cite it the the shooters really liked the Matrix oh people but uh, the like the court case stuff afterwards people were like the, they they watched the Matrix and they got that's why they wore trench coats and had guns 
Yeah, the trench coats and guns, I guess. Is, you, you can't, even though it's one of the best scenes in the first movie. And it doesn't really, when Alex and I were watching it, it doesn't really make, maybe there's a reason. Or there's other movies with trench coats and guns. Like, there's plenty of them, yeah, especially from that time period. Especially now. I mean, maybe the air is a little bit wrong, but Boondocks, Boondocks Saints is, I think, the, the formative text there. Mm. It's all trench coats. Yeah, it's and not guns. fun to watch two guys walk into a, a bank and shoot everyone or whatever. Yeah. So I think they did have to cut down on that a little bit. But what, that's what made it even in the sequels to the like two and three. Mm-hmm. That's what makes you know the highway scene so much fun and like the the scene where on the they're on the marble staircases swinging like halberds at each other. Like they mm-hmm. had to <laughs> do combat gun gun kung fu isn't you know gun that's fu. still really interesting, but. You know, it's cool to have a medieval sword and shit, shit too. It is insanely but, um, cool to have a medieval sword. We know this. This is a thing that is known. <laughs> yeah, yeah, one of the I animatrix think... shorts has them oh, uh, fighting so in, like, good. samurai armor and samurai shit. Stuff, so yeah. good. They've got katanas. It, it's great that... It, well, this isn't about the, the animatrix. We'll probably talk about that later at some point. But um, the I didn't... Uh, definitely on first viewing... I mean, we only watched an hour of this again today, but I was way less into it than you guys were. I think that what I enjoyed about the first three was not really present in this movie. I think this movie is really fun, especially in story. Story, it's got a lot going for it. Casting is incredible. Everyone is so good in this movie. You don't get fucking, like, some stunt casting that doesn't pay off. Like, Neil Patrick Harris, I was like, oh, really? He's in this? And then I'm like, oh my god, he's so good in it. His character's mm. so good. Yeah, they give him so much to do. I mean, like they, they did typecast yeah. him as Dr. Horrible, but he plays that part well, and I do like it. They don't make him fly around on ropes and punch people, because they know, like, Correct. we don't need to do that. <laughs> yeah. He well, he instead, he just slow walks and he's threatening, yeah. doing he's that th- too. Threatening with his intellect. <laughs> he's just good at manipulation. Um, yeah, the story I like, the new characters I like. I think that the, like Alex said, the action is really underwhelming. Like, the incre- what I like about the first three is, it is shallow, but the incredible kung fu scenes are incredible. Yeah, it, and so it, it fun is to watch. missing something by not having the same kind of Corey. Nobody's running on the ceiling. Yeah, it, it, they, well, I mean, they do, they do it, some of they, that stuff. It's all yeah. shot like fucking Iron yes, Fist. Yes, the, uh, the, the choreography is what's good. missing. That's that's the 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 thing that what, what they do the, all the cool stuff, but it doesn't look yeah, good. Yeah, that's that's it. it. Like the, if just because you have the nice. idea doesn't mean you can make it work well. And you know what people love about the fucking John Wick movies? Speaking of fucking Keanu Reeves, is they love that it's made by stuntmen who know how to make all this shit look good. Granted, it's not the Matrix yeah. good because it's a different kind of thing, but like. But they do cool stuff. Alex and I were just talking about this because we, as we said, we rewatched the first hour like mm-hmm. an hour ago. Mm-hmm. Um, even in the John Wick movies, I don't like those like punch scenes as much as I like the Matrix ones because I think the Matrix ones are slow because they have to be, and like the John Wick ones are more realistic, so it's harder for me to follow mm. anyway. Like I like the slow, uh, like stage play choreogra- uh, choreography yes. of the uh, got it. Got another the second try. That's choreography. Good. Um, of the first movies I like the like deliberate like who block who block and like they're like slow about it 
And they do the mid-air kick. And, yeah, know, I, I, like, I was rewatching I like the first stuff. one today, and I watched them do the kung fu moves, and Keanu just lo- looked like he was getting a little bit too much into it. Like, he was, like, <laughs> he loves loves it. like yeah. waving his arms all over the place. I'm like, dude, calm down. Dude, they're in VR. They're loving it. You would do yeah. the same thing. Like, we Morpheus do was doing it, like, way less... Um, enthusiastically yeah. i think i love when they anyone does the uh windmill arms to get yeah. ready to they fight someone so cool. their arms out does that happen does in like this movie here. does anyone do the come here i don't know i, don't, no, I didn't i didn't see them doing that in the fourth one yeah i no. i don't think it's funny because they do they maybe do the plenty of, does it stuff. when they go to the dojo no, but i don't know they do plenty of callbacks but they don't i don't think they do that one yeah a lot of that stuff is in this movie it's funny to like to say that this movie is not entirely beholden to the Doesn't sequels do it all. but then yeah. like they do <laughs> sprinkle in all that good fan service stuff you kind of want to see they do like, a lot of their really keanu saying like i still know kung fu mm-hmm. like surprise or whatever is is so good like yeah i don't know why that works here and i fucking roll my eyes to the back of my head when it happens in force awakens I don't know. <laughs> yeah it's actually <laughs> because i don't know this because movie you, does all you that know better. in force awakens they're shilling and yeah I and in this yeah, one it's more true. like Lana's like, look, I have my toys back, guys. <laughs> yeah, fucking Force Awakens, goddamn. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's um, man. man maybe that, that should be. Uh, I, I love to junk on Jurassic World, but Force Awakens is so much worse. Uh, well, yeah, actually, they're kind of about Jurassic the same, World. I guess. I'd rather watch Jurassic World. I think. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe not. <laughs> Jimmy Buffett's in Jurassic World. He's not in Force yeah. Awakens. <laughs> as far as you know, he might be a stormtrooper, um, <laughs> like Daniel Craig. Uh, so. Yeah, I think the kung fu doesn't work. The action scenes aren't that good because they're too modernized, maybe. But well, there's a lot. There was a lot of like cutting away. I was like, well, or like yeah. shooting it where it's like, like head and shoulders. If they're having like, uh, I, and I, it's like I want to see your arms flailing all around. I like the when they're doing the cool dojo scene. One of my favorite action scenes in this movie. I a lot of it is cool. All the kung fu is good, but like a couple of the shots, I'm like. Um, Morpheus gets kicked back into the corner and he's like crabbed up in the he's hereditary up into the corner exactly hereditary and, yeah <laughs> and but they don't show the whole thing they show it for like a split second when he comes down but they just show like a like uh portrait they just show like shoulders mm-hmm. up yeah and he's sitting up there I'm like show me his whole like his arms fucking yeah. grabbed onto that yeah the last thing I'll say I about it is I think it should look worse and real as opposed <laughs> to good and you know, do you want the green filter fun. back I want I the green filter because you, Cam, you say you want it to look yeah. worse yeah. and Absolutely. real, but the thing is, it was extra fake before. Now it's real, that, and that I that's like changed that it. Better. Actually, I was surprised by how good the um, CG effects, for the most part, in the first one were. When I went back they to watch well, it, it was 1999. Yeah, it was you expect those CG shit to, yeah, right, no, like it still looks good to me. Like I can tell, like oh, this is old, but. But anyway, moving on. Some of this with with like proper modern cg i don't know like especially this like spaceship stuff and mm. some of the the ships the look really robot good. world stuff i was like oh this looks like better. i liked right? uh, i, I like yeah. magnet morpheus i thought that that looked pretty good that did look pretty good <laughs> oh yeah the, the man yes. made of balls yeah doesn't matter but all right seb what did you think yeah, of man. the matrix wait, oh, wait hold on wait, i thought, wait, whoa, I thought no, you no, said no, you, no, i thought no, i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i thought you said you were done um, i missed i must have misheard you no i just wanted to move on from the oh okay i thought you were about. i thought you meant you were like moving yeah, on i do want this to be over but i still i still have more stuff yeah please keep going i think that the 
last the last thing I'll say about the auction, the train fight is good. Hmm. It's still oh, yeah. not shot. No, no, you're like totally right. To be shot, but there's some really cool spots where like they throw some one guy crouches and yeah. shoots, and the girl in front of him leans all the way back and lays on his back and yeah. shoots her gun in the same direction. They throw a guys a bunch of guys out of the train, which is fun. Uh, there's some good stupid kung fu, like Morpheus running on the ceiling of a train. It's so unnecessary, but it's fun. Yeah, um, I love that when they shoot the fucking missile through the door into the train. Into the really next, cool yeah, universe. Or whatever. It's like that game. I wish that they played Split with that a little more. The idea that they're like connecting. I mean, they do it in three and two a little bit, where they have the like, uh, you know, room full of doors where they can go wherever they want. But like opening this up to they could go anywhere in the world through one of these doors is pretty yeah. wild they, they only do left. it for the yeah they don't have to use really. the phones anymore yeah yeah but uh so last things i'll highlight are um i really liked what, what was his name jonathan groff as agent smith mm-hmm. i think agent smith is the, one of the coolest watching the trilogy this past week has like he's like my favorite villain maybe in movies he's so cool and he's like not the main villain but he's like good. a side villain yeah, i mean that like, hugo yeah. weaving's incredible well i mean just like it's funny because you could make a uh, a case for him like kind of expanding to fill the space of the villain in the matrix franchise because he is just a lackey of the machines of the uh of the uh architect but in by the time of Matrix Three, he has grown to consume the entire Matrix. Yeah, now he's a, now he's a third party. Yeah. He's truly yeah. So and like yeah, I just think he's. So I think cool. it is because Hugo, Hugo Weaving Jonathan is so Groff. good because his writing is so good that he he is able to make it happen. And Groff like follows up the insane performance of Hugo Weaving by like delivering something like comparable, I think, which is really wild. Mm-hmm. He's really, really good. And I, I really I liked, liked him in Mindhunter, and I think he's really good in this movie too. Yeah, I liked that he brought attention to the like. There's a line in the movie um, where he's talking about there's a dichotomy between himself and Neo. He couldn't exist if Neo doesn't exist, and vice versa. Mm-hmm. And you well, know, they both helped what create he each other. Yeah, you help yeah. me. I help yeah. you. You freak yeah, me. Yeah, he he uses a bunch really. of examples, but he didn't use this example. But I'm like, oh yeah, it's Batman and Joker. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, I expected him to say that, but they, they did not. Well, it's actually not really um, like the Batman and Joker because the, the, it's more yeah. like Bugs Bunny and the Tasmanian. <laughs> we already have uh, Bugs. She's already there. I know. That's oh, the right, she right. got blue um, hair this time. The other person I really liked in this is Carrie Ann Moss as Trinity. I think she's. It's so cool to make her. I was really surprised. Spoilers that she dies in three and isn't revived. Mm-hmm. And then in this movie, she's so much more important and on the same level as Neo. And I don't think that's like a. I don't know she felt like you know like feminist movement or anything i think, I think so. it's like this character should be as important as neo's character and she yeah. is in this movie and right this, this movie and... very much is about is about their mm-hmm. bond that neo and trinity have it's about the connection the movie is about can we get her her out of this matrix mm-hmm. too yeah. yeah like she I, I like it's it's such a great choice that she is the one that flies at the end she's mm-hmm. the one that kind but of they fly it together because it's like it's it's kind of yeah. almost an admission about like like no, like what you think the Matrix is about doesn't matter because to Neo and Trinity the Matrix is about love. It's a it's a it's a love yeah. story. Like and uh, that's like it's corny. Yeah. It's a corny thing to say, but that's okay because it's sometimes it's okay to be corny. And maybe sometimes that's what you need. You need earnestness. You need, as Neil Patrick Harris says, this uh, sappy shit or like. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I I think it's a good movie. I'm glad they made it. I think it's a good commentary on 
the Matrix, but I think I do like all the other three movies better than this really? one. I That's don't know why. I, the style is gone. It's now it's John Wick, but less fighting. I don't know. <laughs> it's it's a good story though. Good story, great characters, good acting. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Yeah. That's all right. It. Train fight. What's going next? Uh, Seb, I wanted I wanted to. You were. Uh, chiming okay. in a bunch plus you read that interview i want to hear what you uh, have to say about well I, I didn't read an interview i read excerpts oh, okay. from an interview that were on the all right all right so but you read you read talk of a youtube video that uh damn yeah no um so okay. i looked into this a lot um because i don't know as i for some as, as much as somebody who, who's just said earlier like i don't really care too much about directors i do care about the wachowskis as people as very prominent trans figures um just because i'm nb and i care what they think um but uh that doesn't mean they can't do any wrong but so i read into this and i was like i thought they really didn't want to make any more matrix movies i'd known that like you know they had said before like it would be repelling is i think the word that lily used um to make another matrix in this climate where we're seeing so many reboots of old franchises such as star wars um and uh you know I would agree because, you know, the ending of the final Matrix trilogy movie was like very final. You know, Mm -hmm. they died. They made a truce with the robots and they said, I guess we'll just let everybody stay in the Matrix because that's, you know, as long as they leave people alone who are, you know, in Zion. We have to keep human society going. We have to keep. Yeah, uh, and they're happy in the Matrix. So, I mean, maybe not in happy, happy, but, you know, they're, they're blissfully ignorant. Um, so that was very final. And um, so to see in this movie, at the very beginning of the movie, Lana being like, um, they keep, they have been after us for this. Like every, like um, even, you know, I was, I was reading about it, like every year they had another proposal where Warner Brothers was like, let's make another Matrix, let's make another Matrix. Okay, finally, we're going to make it with or without you. And there was actually another script that was almost going to go through from another guy like another director and um lana was like no no i'll come back because um not only was this happening (laughs) yeah um but apparently um both the the wachowski's parents died and then lana lost a close friend and she was like um i think the quote was if she can't have them back she she can have neo and trinity back which you know, of is that course, her quote, or is that someone else saying that about her? Um, that was, I, I can look it up, but um, I just, oh, I, you don't have to. I'm just wondering off the top here. It, it was head. like something she said. I think that somebody was maybe truncating. It um, feels like something that someone else would say about them. Um, let, let me. I have the, the page up right now. Um, but you definitely you get some of that in this movie. I think you get it, it is a very sentimental kind of deal. Yeah. It is like these it comes from a place of reverence for these characters yeah. oh where, so so like sorry them and their relationship is is so important to the finale of this movie yeah um so the quote is i couldn't have my mom and dad yet suddenly i had neo and trinity arguably the two most important characters in my life it was immediately comforting to have these two characters alive again and it's super simple you can look at that and say okay these two people die and okay bring these two people back to life and oh doesn't that feel good yeah it did it's simple and that is what art does and this is what stories do they comfort us and that's important um mm. sure, so that is what it she was said great to see them again yeah so <laughs> i absolutely agree especially since yeah. they both look so good still 
So th- this was yeah. basically her own therapy was to go back to something comforting and also save it from being, you know, like trashed by another director. Um, yeah, it's a it's a horrible not, not interrogation tactic, sorry, but it but... does work if you're if you're like, yeah, come back that's... to this or I'll ruin it. <laughs> yeah, but it, having you know hearing that quote compared against all of the stuff that happens in with Neil Patrick Harris and the therapy in this movie is like him saying that like, this is a fiction, it's yeah. not real, or this like mm-hmm. these these characters aren't aren't real. They can't help you. They're not for you. It's interesting to to like have that be something that they fight against in this yeah. movie. Yeah, and then on top the of the, of to I know what Matrix people. is about. Uh, it's about this, this, and this. It's about getting getting when... really up in your gray matter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and head, Lana yeah. being like, "No, it's about love. Yeah. No, it's about what I want it to be about because these are my yeah. toys and I can do whatever I want with them. That's right. And this is going to be the right thing for them and the right thing for me. And I think that." Despite, um, I I really did enjoy the first trilogy um, when I first watched it, and I got a bit obsessed with the the lore, and then promptly forgot it. Um, but I watched the Animatrix. <laughs> I really loved the Animatrix. I would find myself thinking about some of those shorts for a long time, um, and like, what if there was a glitch in the Matrix? And it's it was always just like a really cool thought experiment experiment to me, and I really like. Um, I have talked out about this on the show before. I like anything that screws with your mind, screws with the. the I thought you liked um, it because it was about being on the computer. Yeah, <laughs> I like robots and and the um, question of sentience and the question of you know what is real and that that kind of thing. Like I just like that kind of thing. Um, so that's what really jived with me about the original trilogy. Not necessarily the action, not necessarily, like, anything else. Um, But, you know, who am I to say, like, what this is about above the creator? Um, And if this was a comfort project for her, then good for her. She made what she wanted, and she ended the story in a more hopeful way, which was, these two are back. There was a good movie somewhere (laughs) in there as well. Yeah, these it, these yeah. two are back. They get to do what they want. They get to reshape the world in, you know, whatever image they want with their own love. They are not the one. They are the two. And um, <laughs> what's better than one? What, what yeah, people? and that's great. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, I didn't really have much to say about the, the in-between because... Um, I know you guys said the acting was, or the the casting was very good, and I do think that about you know Neil Patrick Harris and um, Jonathan Groff. 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 Yeah. Um, like I, I do think that about them, the crew and the the people in um, what's the I O, right? I didn't care a lot for. They I seemed like very C- flat. They seemed very yeah, I, I, like a I vessel. They were all pretty charismatic yeah. on their I, physique uh, and like oh, I, yeah. I really liked the the guy who was the neo fa- the neo fanboy guy and... was really great i i quite yeah enjoyed no him. that, that I, was i'm fun. usually annoyed by characters like him but i found his uh, performance quite uh quite enjoyable nice too well i think it's it's interesting to do that in in the fiction of the matrix i think i think it works so well to make like neo this messiah figure because he's delivered he's earned it so he saved the oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. he's he deserves <laughs> and it and he had been that too. 
in you know um it's not like a gordon freeman situation i think yeah it's it's much more so like he deservedly has his fans. Yeah, he, he had been in that. The um, human, the one civilization that has been able to exist because of him. Yeah, watching the animators today, um, there were references to Trinity and Neo. Like most of the animatrix takes place inside of the Matrix or other simulations. Um, and there was one with a kid who was like, Trinity and Neo, you have to get me out. You know, they are saviors, people who find out about, you know the outside world are, you know, pretty much praying to Trinity and Neo, even back then. Um, and I guess this, like, a lot of the Animatrix is supposed to happen in between, um, you know, the original Matrix and the third movie. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, so that was fun, but I felt like they didn't have a lot else going for them. Like, Bugs was the only one who had much more personality and that seemed kind of flat to me which was stubborn i'm gonna save the world and neo um but i mean that's fine because it was mostly about neo getting back with trinity um who i earlier said i felt like was a MacGuffin for most of the movie like we gotta get trinity we gotta get trinity um and then she doesn't right but really... she was a person inside the matrix and we saw her as a character beyond that like yeah. no yes yes that's that's i i mean like a MacGuffin, like she didn't do much but be there and be a driving force for Neo, which does make sense considering they're in love and she was very important in the original movies, right? Um, I just felt like having watched the first one today, she did a lot more. Like, she was more, you know, in the action and more... I don't know. Um, probably like a hundred it's, it's, it's the point of the movie the first... that he is saving I... Trinity. Yeah, because I, I, it's it's kind of an inversion, right? Because mm. she's the one who breaks him out of the Matrix. Yeah. Very, you know, mm-hmm. originally in the... I mean, Morpheus also does it, but she's the one that gets them together. Yeah, she's and that, the one that, that works. kind of pushes him to, to do yeah. this. She's the one who believes in him. And I think that flipping that is interesting. And you're right. I, I can see where you're coming from, absolutely. That it, it can kind of fall into that, mm. where especially towards the middle of this movie, she's... A, a reason for the plot to progress. Yeah. Like, and I, the plot like, is a little I, I feel thin like in that. It's, it, yeah, it's I, I, I suppose. kind of saved in that. I think it's heavy on that... the first half. The second half is like, ah, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The... I, do, I mean, I like that it's a heist. They do like the fucking thing where they talk through it and you get to see it happen. Yeah, I, I, that was fun. I, when I saw that gearing up, I'm like, oh man, they're, they're doing the like heist movie set up with this. Yeah. yeah. And they don't, that doesn't, it doesn't really pan out in the way that a heist movie does, but it was still kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, I mean, in, in the end, she does, you know, she does just as much once she gets her, you know, memory and, you know, decides to take the red pill or whatever. Well, yeah, it's all, um, in, the, in the climax, the finale, it's all up to her. Yeah, it's all it's up to her. her. She's the one who can fly. I love that they set that up so much. Yeah. Yeah, he can't. He can't make her choose to like leave mm-hmm. the matrix. Mm-hmm. She has to do it. It has to be a self. I like the, I did enjoy the little like. Normally, I hate it when characters act like the like the little the do the little kind of self commentary things on everything they say. But what I love about this, one of the things I love about this movie is they made that character and they made him evil and the villain and like Neil Patrick Harris because like <laughs> when he's like uh, uh, after she like chooses to join him. Uh, chooses to after Trinity chooses to to escape with Neo, uh, he's like, oh, I knew I pushed a little too hard there on the end. Like, like he's like commenting on his own villainous plan 
giving that little bit. Yeah, how he could yeah. have done it better. He's like giving yeah. himself a performance review at the end of his evil plan. He's gotten, yeah, he's giving himself notes. And he's, he's just like, <laughs> and he's like, women are so easy to control, usually. And like he's, oh, if, yeah. as if you didn't have a reason yeah, exactly. to hate him anymore. Except he, her. He goes full on that. Yeah, she'd had her own handler program, which was a, a husband and kids. Uh, funnily and... enough, that's the guy uh, that, I can't remember his name right now, but that, that well, okay, yes, Chad. Chad. But that Chad, Chad, Chad <laughs> What used to be Keanu Chad Reeves? Stole my girl. He used to be Keanu Reeves' stunt double during the Matrix. But he's but he's oh, cool. but he's really? one of the That's guys cool. who's like super big on um, uh, John Wick. Like I can't remember what whether he's like the stunt coordinator or the he helps direct or something. But he's like a big part of the John Wick franchise. That guy. Cool. So to have. <laughs> the super important John Wick guy be yeah, the, the one Cal- Carrie Ann Moss. Yeah. Be the one married to Trinity is really cool. That's great. Mm. Yeah, that that is fun. Um, but yeah, she, in the end, like as much as I was like, yeah, she feels like a MacGuffin for a lot of time, but then I guess they kind of make up for it towards the end. Um, but yeah, I, I think I've said pretty much enough. I think I, I like that Lana got to do this and make a comfort movie for herself as, as much as I, um, I think objectively the movie is not as good as the original trilogy. Um, or at least the first movie, like the first movie just is like way more solid directorially and just, I don't know. It, it works. Yeah. I'm, better I'm for totally me, I think. with you, Seb. I think um, that they're going for different things, but you're totally absolutely. right. I think the first movie is, but this one, I don't gave think, me well, a feel yeah, good this feeling. Feeling. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is like Matrix. something yeah. that, uh, yeah. uh Alex and I were talking about when we were talking about Metroid Dread is that like, you know, to say like, uh, oh yeah, it's not as good as Super Metroid. Like, of course it's not as fucking good as Super Metroid, you idiot. Nothing's as good as Super Metroid. It's yeah. not as good as yeah. the best one. The yeah, one that exactly. defined an entire generation. Yeah, you can't make do that with Matrix Resurrections will yeah, not reshape not. culture as we know it. Okay, so yeah, it's not as it yeah, again. it's not as good as it's it's, <laughs> it's not as good, as, not as, good as, yeah. as as the one but, yeah. that that so shaped the entire generation. That. Yes, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I I enjoyed it in that way. Um. I normally try to read. I mean, I don't believe in death of the author unless the author says, "If you are reading this, I am dead." Um. But, she, like, I try not to give like I, I try not to be like oh yeah they were trying to do this and i see that oh and it's your comfort movie and it's your comfort directorial piece right but i think in this one i think the series was so personal to both the wachowskis that i cannot unlink mm. what you know she was trying to do with yeah, it this is the story that exists alongside these directors yes um, but yeah, that that was my thoughts. All right, so, well, I'll I'll jump in right at time. the right at the end here. And of course, I haven't Nick, been able Nick to resist. Right in the next I time. haven't been able to resist, uh, like having my <laughs> thoughts spill into everyone else's segments because I've been thinking about this. Then we always do that. It's on true. The show. It's fine. Um, yeah. Whoever goes last has their thoughts peppered throughout all three of the other person's impressions. It's a conversation. Uh, yeah, it's a feature. So it's a feature. Yeah. This movie, like, I don't have uh, the attachment that some people do to Matrix 1, but that doesn't mean I don't think it's good. Of course, it's very good. I love it. There are things about that movie that I think about all the goddamn time. 
Um, I found out uh, earlier this week, this past week, that some of the things that I remembered as being from the first Matrix movie are actually from 2 and 3, which is really weird to me. Right. <laughs> uh, because I had never seen 2 and 3 all the way through, but I had watched clips on YouTube of fights from those movies because uh. Uh, of various different things. Because, you know, I'm only human. Uh, uh, and... Uh, uh, <laughs> Listen, can't we fucking have fun yeah. for once? Well, <laughs> I just want to watch them fight for Matrix Three. Leave what me are the... uh, How about that one from Two when like uh, oh, Anderson so Star, or, um, uh, Smith starts um, becoming yes. a bunch uh, of that people. That is actually so that might be my favorite court. fight in the whole so trilogy, good. and in particular, it contains it's my favorite so one second action thing in the whole Matrix trilogy, the original, uh, which I've seen referenced in a bunch of other shit. Which I mean, all Matrix fight. Uh, like quirks are in film and animation and video games after the Matrix because it, it shaped culture. Yeah. Like people. Yeah. Well, then it circles yeah. back on itself too. Like in in the first hour of this movie, they're like, "What's Matrix to me? Yeah. Bullet, time. Bullet time." And like that's a thing that's in every yeah, video. Max game. Payne. Yeah. It's it, like it, it, it's its yeah. own thing. Like uh, all the characters in Deus Ex dress like they are in the Matrix. Um. Yeah. But okay, so. In uh in Reloaded, um there is a major, Neo pulls a like sign out of the ground and fights with it as a bow staff. But oh, the thing that I remember yes. the most is when he is surrounded by Agent Smiths and he plants the sign in the ground and uses it as a an anchor so that he can run on all the Agent Smiths that are encircling yeah. him. Dude, incredibly kick. cool. Yeah, he's walking on their faces. Incredibly <laughs> yeah. cool moment that I have seen mimicked multiple times in animation and video games as a thing you can do. I'm trying to remember what character action game has. I think it might be Bayonetta, but Bayonetta, that Bayonetta right. combines yeah. it with, of course, like a pole dance because she's Bayonetta, but like uh, she does. Th- also, she has guns on yes, her feet. So, so. it's so like, you know, <laughs> kicking, walking on people's faces is different when you have guns on your feet, but, uh, all, but it is yeah. like, I've seen multiple like video games and animation, like take, things from the miniature little fight scenes of the matrix and be like this is a move this is a thing that our character does that, that i saw it for the first time in that movie and it influenced me so much that i have to put this kick or this flip or this punch or this whatever oh, the like face kick that mm-hmm. trinity does yeah. is something uh, i see all over forward the place. and kicking behind your back um, into someone's i remember face. i, so I remember where i saw it which is that uh the American developed Dragon Ball Z sagas makes Vegeta do that. <laughs> yeah. He, they give Vegeta I, I would, the Trinity I, kick. I would like to say, if you told me at any point in my life that the Matrix 2 Neo Agent Smith fight scene was the most watched video on YouTube, I would not be surprised yeah. at all. <laughs> it's such a YouTube right, Well, hold on, hold on. So well, I want you to guess and... how, how many views it has. I want, I want to hear from you guys. No, I, I couldn't possibly. I, uh, three, five million. Uh, I'm going to go 200 million. <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh, Neo, Neo versus... Wait, Neo versus wait, how many did you How many did you say? 200 million. 200, 200 million. 200. The answer lies somewhere. Wait, wait, wait ask Sam. Wait, wait, no, what, how what, many, what, what, how yes. many views does the Neo versus Agent Smith clones fight from Matrix Reloaded have on YouTube? Uh, is this a multiple choice? No, this or? is a. This no. is just. I just want you to guess. No, you have to guess. <laughs> It's the Price it's the right one rules. it's the Smith clones. Um, wait, <laughs> one one it is, view. It is the Smith clones in the park. 
where they where he first starts to have multiples. I don't know if some. Uh, three hundred and fifty-three million. Okay, you guys went wait. One of you went. Two of you went way too high. One went too low. It is seventeen. <laughs> what? Seventeen oh, but, but I won. million. Price is right. Views. Seventeen. Yeah, uh, uh, Neo yeah. versus Smith clones. Uh, on on YouTube wow. has 17 million views and yeah it's we'll include it the is, URL it is for that 17 that million <laughs> views be. good like it, it really is it's so good um just just so we're clear the Germa saw video has uh 51,000 <laughs> views so. uh, okay good. Germa's good. on his but way yeah, to becoming uh, agent Smith. obviously I think I think <laughs> yes, none so of close. you know Curious. none of the action scenes in this movie no, can no. even that, and that's that is yeah, I didn't want to say I don't, anything, I don't think they fully go yeah. for that this movie seems to be about right. something different and there are there are things that are in that it there are good action set pieces and there well here's the thing all of this movie is good ideas some of the things are executed a little clumsily like I think that the the description of this movie the script of this movie works all the way through and the only parts where it is let down are in the execution. Like like Cam said, and I, what I think the biggest flaw of this movie would be, is that when you're making another Matrix, shouldn't the action be good? It shouldn't just be good. Memorable. It should be really, <laughs> really, really good. It should be really fucking good and it should be unique. It is one of the one of the things that people think of when they which they is of course the what the, uh, of, like, the opening uh, is it is it a meta fuck you it, that the yeah. action isn't good? I. I, no, I, we're, um, it's, it's not it's intentional. intentional but we're, we're getting inside your mind. We're getting high, into uh, did Kojima make Metal Gear Solid Four boring on purpose? Conversation. Yes, and I don't want to. The answer is yes. yes. Um, I, I I missed a commentary point that I wanted to make, and maybe this fits oh, in sure. here, which I am not okay. sure whether to call it ham fisted or not. Mm. Um, but the analyst starts being like, "You guys." want to feel bad on purpose um and he you know says like okay i'll make you guys feel bad on purpose and then one of the the french exile guy is like you you gave us our tippy tappy phones and it's your fault we have the, the he zuck- says you always be on that phone yes he literally zuck says fuck a bird or something like that and yeah. and he does this and i'm like okay so phone bad phone make us no feel the bad. guy who was the, obsessed the with material suits. things from the Matrix Two, he okay, that guy who was obsessed with material him. things is mad that material things have gotten worse in the twenty years since the Matrix reloaded. Okay, yeah. So so there's there's that, and he then the analyst is like, "All right, so I'm he wants his MTV Facebook back. and the clickbaity internet articles, and this is how I get clicks." Um, and there's like this, like I'm like, okay, so that's commentary on how, uh, internet has gotten to the point where we use most of our energy being angry and that is what is fueling things. Yeah, we're we're scrolling Twitter instead of watching the fight from the Yeah, which yeah. is what the internet was created so, so, at home. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, okay, so that fight. that's a little bit of commentary on that, but I'm not sure it really Well, here's here's what I think about there. that line that you're talking about, the one where he says you guys want to feel miserable, I'll make you feel miserable. Um Lana Wachowski is going back to a series that has kind of a downer ending of of killing your two leads. And like, mm-hmm. I'm sure the world is saved, but uh, the love of Neo's life dies and then he sacrifices himself to the machines to save the Matrix, a place that he hated and wanted to escape from, but also to save all the people on the outside who are important to him. Mm-hmm. So, Lana Wachowski goes back to the Matrix and fixes the bad ending 
And she knows, as everyone knows, that people are going to be mad about that. So these characters are happy now. They have a good ending. They, they, they are in love and get, they get to be together. And people are going to be mad. People are really mad right now. It's, it, the movie contains a criticism of itself within itself. And that's okay. one of the things that I, like I enjoy about it. I think I was I was too fixated on like the fucking because I didn't remember him. I, I think this Matrix is one too. of the only like, modern texts that's weirdo? not about you be on that phone. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it is right. crazy okay. that I I haven't looked if at a single. You can be with the person you love. It's okay to be on that phone. I it's okay to be in the <laughs> yeah. phone, dude. Um, I haven't seen a single take on this movie. I'm excited to see what people Cam, think about it. I'm, I will I, tell I you. Cannot wait to read some dog shit I, yeah. tweets. I, I so did not know anything. mostly what Paul people Tom thought about this, this movie, <laughs> except for I had seen a couple of letterbox reviews that see that were mostly positive, and um. When I went to look up a clip from this movie, I was look. I went to look up the clip of the brainstorming session because I wanted to try and use some of it in my intro to this podcast, but I ended up not doing it. You were like Agent Smith. Uh, Neo <laughs> the whole fight scene. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Hold on, sorry. Wait, the other movie. Other movie. No. Um, uh, but yeah, when I went, I went under the comments of this, and they're like, you know, this is why this movie, like, this is why this movie sucks. Like, all the comments are so bad. They're so so bad, and they're like. All these tech they're, they're bros, the dude. typical bad comments. They're like, "Oh my god, I wish that she hadn't made this." And there, there were like, you know, there was stupid transphobic shit, and there was like, and there oh, were also just people who were like, uh, "Why is Neo such a pussy, pussy now?" And like, uh, like all, <laughs> all of this. There's so much, so much garbage. I mean, to be fair, Neo doesn't get to do this much in this movie, but he didn't do anything in three either. Yes. so it's consistent. It is consistent. <laughs> He, he's not he's barely he's not in, in the three. matrix three it's so funny <laughs> they forgot Having just watched that for the first they time simply lose interest week. in neo being in three yeah i think that um <laughs> well I, I i totally forgot to mention this in my impressions but I, it's something i wanted to get out um it is interesting comparing this against the latter two matrixes because as the Matrices. as the one uh neo was like incredibly yes OP. but they and then um, they managed in, to at the end of matrix three it by like it, within the, its yeah. own trilogy because at the end of Ma- the the matrix when neo is able to fly you're like well it's game over for the machines then if he can do that then everyone is going to get freed and then in matrix 2 you're like no the machines are ready for this because this shit's happened before and it's going to happen again they, it's right. even your rebellion yeah. was planned we we were ready for it and then and, and, yeah, by by the time three rolls around, they're doing the like Dragon Ball Z fight. Well, what's with, which uh, is the natural evolution of any three is they don't. I understand why yeah. they did, but two and three they don't take away any of Neo's right. powers. Like of that fight scene, I keep bringing up in two, it ends because Neo's like I'm I'm over, I'm gonna lose. I just I'm just gonna leave. <laughs> he flies he away. He just leaves, and Smith <laughs> yeah. is like, well, fuck. <laughs> There's four hundred Agent Smiths in this yeah. courtyard. Well, because Neo kicks him. every one of their asses, but they never Until they the never one. end. Like they just keep coming. So it's stop, like, yeah, how do you Lord. how do you beat uh how do you beat a guy who has a million of him? Even if they're only one one thousandth of your strength, it's like if there are a million of him, then you're gonna get worn out kicking his ass eventually. Yeah, you're gonna break classic. your foot but kicking I his it was ass. Interesting. I thought it was interesting in this movie to have they restrict his abilities so much and i think it was it, obviously in fi- in the fiction it's because you know he's lost his step he doesn't have his mojo he, he's, he's addicted to the matrix in this, in this matrix for 60 he's years yeah um a he- kind of headcanon thing or whatever this isn't in the text of the movie 
um, at least on as I remember. But I really like the idea that um, they like they could have. This is the, a new version of the Matrix. They could have patched some of this out. <laughs> that's funny. Like some, that's, something that's, that that's I was funny think, to I'm think like, about. Oh, maybe yeah. I mean maybe, but the thing that I he can't really fly. You know, he well, doesn't have it. Exactly. Well, maybe like, they're like, oh, we don't it's, want it's, someone okay, to fly. Okay, so them them <laughs> fixing <laughs> uh, Neo flying, but not Trinity, is exactly like when a game puts a cap on your forward speed, but not your backward speed. It's like you didn't you didn't <laughs> yeah. fix all the problems of the ways that people are <laughs> going to move really fast. Do this. I, I just like the idea that they yeah. nerfed. To me, it was know, like um, they, they have that, <laughs> the they have that the line. And, like, what game. is literally happening in, in this movie does not matter all that much to me. I do think that what literally happens in this movie is pretty cool, but that's not what's important about this movie to me. Um, and uh, the thing that I see when I see that Neo is so much weaker is that line that they have once he's on the outside again where uh, Bugs or one of the other um, support team members says uh, – they have you hooked on that shit that they were pumping pumping into you for for twenty yeah, years. Yeah, I, I think it's it's yeah. Morpheus. Like before, they're able yeah, to wake you're, him you're up. Addic- actually, you're you're you are addicted in, to this shit. He's in their like private yeah. zone. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's really that's a great way to frame it too. Because I mean, it it has been like for him, it's been yeah. like sixty years, mm-hmm. and that's gonna do something to you, mm-hmm. to your body. And um, it's so it's uh, great. Like what I I am naturally disdainful and suspicious of reboots and reimaginings and, and uh, late sequels and things like that um, because of The Force Awakens, because of Jurassic World, because of that <laughs> A thing. A very earned, healthy skepticism yes, towards exactly. any of these. Um, <laughs> and when I hear the original, uh, you know, the original creator is coming back, I, I've heard that with like six Terminator movies and those have not been good. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> and uh, Some people are dumb. Yes. Okay. Yes, some people are dumb, like me, for thinking that there would be a good Terminator movie after two. Um, oh, but uh, <laughs> when I, you know, when I what I hear about this is that, you know, uh, Lana Wachowski, one of the uh, auteurs famous for making films that uh, cost a lot of money and that not everyone likes, which is like two of my favorite things. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> uh, when I hear that they are making a movie and that it is a, a big budget action movie sequel to, uh, you know, some movies that I really liked containing some actors that I really liked. I'm like, well, gee, that does sound pretty good. Uh, and, and that's what makes me want to watch, you know, matrix resurrections. Not that it's a, you know, a, a matrix four that I'm happy they didn't put a number on it because they never had numbers on them to begin with. But like, uh, yeah. when I hear that somebody is doing this because they had an idea, not because uh, or rather they have they were forced to have an idea because a gun was put to their head <laughs> like even that is yeah. like if yeah. you don't have this idea if you don't have this idea so i mean will... apparently she did come up with the idea but i don't know that she wouldn't she would have come up with it if like the if warner brothers because the the situation like, the circumstances of, of the creation of the movie are the plot of the movie and that is something mm-hmm. that I love. I love stuff like that. I can't get enough of people working through their creative process with a, a movie or a, a TV show, book, whatever, to be like, this is what it was like for me to make this, and you're going to see it on the page or in the game or whatever. And um, Also, it, it's good that they – I think they explicitly said they there's no plans for a five. Good, and yeah. It's cool that yeah. this – because all – you know, 
like Force Awakens. Nah, I don't even want to talk yeah. about it. But it's good to have a reboot that's not like, and we're going to do two more yeah. after this. It's like, well, no. Well, just, and this is the yes, beginning of yeah, a new trilogy. Like, oh, that's what you fuck, expect just do... when a big budget. The, yeah, that's the what The project I manager lady who's working on the, the Matrix video games who says, here's to Matrix 4 and who knows how many more. And like that, it was it said with yeah. such an ominous, <laughs> terrifying tone. Everyone yeah. just wants yeah. to I, I think now there is like I don't want there necessarily to be more, but I think there's room for more. Like there is the question about how are they going to make the remake the Matrix in yeah, their own unfortunately image, or they are they going movie, to try so. to make you know, yeah, you know, make peace with the robots in general? Are they going to try yeah, like? I, but I don't know that we need that yeah. and they can explore that in other well, luckily forms. for like, everyone I, this movie seems to be a massive money sink so I, yeah. is that right <laughs> damn any any movie released any movie released that does not have spider-man yeah. in the name is is not making any money this year i i am yeah, are you talking about best picture of the year <laughs> spider-man it's gonna win the Oscar. oh boy i'm not looking forward to finding out how that I, goes haven't seen it um so. but uh well, if, yeah, budget okay, 190 so, and currently box office 106.5. Yeah, so my um, oh, my, I I loved, of course, the first third of the movie. I en- I enjoyed the uh, the second third, and the end was like I just thought a really well done climax. Uh, the middle has like you know it was where the weak fight scenes start to weigh on me a little bit, and then like uh, uh, Niobe coming back doesn't mean as much because her character wasn't super important to the original so i'm not attached i'm not yeah, this is yeah, strangely I, her yeah her i'm not attached role, really. and also I like that. i like I'm, I'm like oh yeah it's it's good to have you here but um the the zion stuff is right kind of in the middle where i need either less of it or way more of it you have to tell me everything about how this society works or well, I like that they went there and then they said, "Okay, we're gonna take the movie back to yes. something that's more interesting." Yes, yes, exactly. So, like, uh, unless you change, unless you add said, okay. like more, unless you flesh it out like way more, I don't know anything about the fucking council or how that works. However, when they were like, I, right, I'd never right. want to no know council. about the council. So, that's no the movie thing. should have a council. Yeah. I, I hated it in Matrix There's Two no and Three. Also, I did like when you know they have. It's like, okay, you're the one pilot that I am forcing to go on this mission, and I need two more volunteers, and everyone steps forward. That was a, a great little scene. Yeah, that's See, that's, that's that another thing where I feel like the, the strongest thing that this movie has are its concepts. Uh, and like, for example, uh, how does the Matrix purge a threat? You turn one of the people into it, into a living bomb, and have them jump out the window to annihilate. That was good. Uh, all yeah. that stuff yeah. is so good with that. Like, all, making all yeah. the NPC, like... Making Neo oh, and God. Trinity be the only actual people in this Matrix is something that they probably should have done, like, one or two sequels in. It's such mm-hmm. a great escalation. Like, the idea of, you know, the Smiths taking over everyone is cool also. But the idea that, oh, no, nobody else is real That gets back Matrix into solipsism, which great. was what I think Seb was so talking cool. about in the first segment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, absolutely. And, and it's... It's such a great, such a natural fit for it is. What it they're really doing is, and uh, I, I think, of course, that this stuff is like, like super fun. Uh, they like having the villain be somebody, you know, like Neil Patrick Harris, somebody who is so confident that he knows what you really want, what's best for you. 
Yeah, he knows he knows yes. the human mind, like he likes to mm-hmm. say. He's so confident about uh, it. And, you know, oh, yeah, bringing you guys back from the dead was crazy expensive. Like that one, wonderful, yeah. wonderful line. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's so funny. Um, yeah, the way, the way he talks about the machine uh, world and, like, their, the suits mm-hmm. and the bureaucracy is fun. I, and that's a kind of a through line in Matrix and something that I always love is how, like, how monolithic the, like, machine world and the machine beings feel, but how human they actually are and all of their Yeah, and that's the reason the war the happened in the first place. Them. Was... It's so, it's so, such a great subversion. It's so interesting yeah. that, like, oh, they have, uh, like, this guy has a boss he has to, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> he has to answer Or to. these few machines were think, like, like, let's be friends, actually. Mm-hmm. I'm a cute manta ray yeah, little dude. It's, it's, yeah, it's really cool. It's that such a great affirmation of humanity on... to... The, yeah. the the human uh, side it's like the sides have changed and shows you that neo's sacrifice did mean something it didn't like end every it didn't like fix all conflict forever but it, it changed things in a in a way that even if it wasn't the biggest way it meant something to people and um all right uh i i know i have more to say i love new morpheus he fucking rules New Morpheus is oh, incredible. I love his acting. Yeah. I, lo- I so love his good. outfits. Uh, I love his voice. I think he is wonderful. And Morpheus is such an iconic film role that it is hard to follow it up. Like we were saying with Agent Smith earlier, it is wild that they managed to do it. Like, hey, here's a new person filling in this classic character role, uh, like taking on this person's kind of will in a different body, giving them a little bit of a different energy. How do you like it? It's like, oh, actually, this is amazing. These, this person is doing a fantastic job. Um, and in the movie, he's talking about how, you know, he's yes. trying to do a good job, how he's trying you know, to be you know, like the guy you remember. Because mm-hmm. he's a program. He's not, he's not an actual human being. He's trying to model himself after the actual person mm-hmm. that existed in this universe who died. Yeah. Yes. It's, it, it's great. And then it's so cool. good movie. Uh, when you uh, get to Agent Smith, uh, Groff does a fantastic job as him uh, with some real menace and real just like m- like malice and hatred and self-awareness and self-awareness too. and one of my favorite scenes in the movie is uh, at the end of uh, you know the the fight scene in the like kind of abandoned building district uh, that they have where uh, uh, he, all these uh, like old, like kind of cast offs from the matrix all those fucking weirdo werewolves from uh reloaded start fighting them and then at the end agent smith's like well they're all taken care of time to do the other thing i came here for and he just unhooks a sink from the wall to kill neo with <laughs> like he's just uh, ready to smash so his face in with this sink and it's like a a great action moment that works well um and the, of course, the other action moment that it works super well is right at the end where they have the motorcycle chase and people are, like, detonating themselves in the street to try and uh, stop them. Uh, really. Yeah, a, a lot of that final action scene stuff, like, almost got a little too close to zombie fiction, but I think they did a great job of, like, uh, the guy just being activated, waking up in bed mm-hmm. and leaping out the window. All of that stuff is shocking and really cool. Yeah, and his, like, wife is like, what the off. fuck are you doing? Also, uh, oh, Neil Patrick Harris was, melting into code cool. when he got shot great. was a really great effect. That's one of those. Yeah, things. it's like uh, it's like when they get yeah. fucking derezzed in Tron Legacy, like where it's just like, oh, you're cubes now. No, don't <laughs> yeah. turn me into cubes. I'll yeah. turn you into cubes. You fuck. <laughs> you're the default blender cube yes. now. Um, I I, uh, I I found myself really enjoying this. 
very, feel feel good about it. You know, I it's not as good as Matrix One, but nothing is, and uh, that's just what I this is just what I wanted out of this movie I didn't know what I wanted if you asked me what I wanted I would have said uh, oh I don't know fuck it whatever there's two matrixes Neo wakes up and he fight, figures out the first matrix <laughs> he escaped from in the first movie was actually just one layer and <laughs> oh come on that would I would puke well see the, well I what, what I'm trying to think is like what is the best they could possibly give me I'm not trying to think come up with what is a, the best idea that could exist I'm like within the system that they are going to have to work in to make this movie yeah. what is the best they could do with that to no give I'm me? so glad they went yes I am this. too they, the right they went in the right direction they made a uh, movie that is uh, funny messy cringy but really good and I, I and like wonderful like I, I i was i found myself really smiling at the end because i think after watching two and three back to back and then this i'm like no you get to when when you get to say like oh what is the matrix about like well it's a love story now and even if you didn't think it was before here's how i always thought of it and yeah that's what, you, it's that's what it's about it's about it's <laughs> about uh, neo and trinity together and to me that felt so clear in reloaded the way they frame that whole movie around that one final scene where uh neo gets her uh heart starting again like he's fucking star platinum and uh and um that's that's like i'm like oh this is what this is what the movie what's important to the movie because even if you find out that nothing that you've lived for your entire life is real if you have something if you have one thing to focus on if you have one important connection that really makes life worth living then that's that's what you care about because like they twice in this series of movies now they have a villain look at neo and go you can end the entire universe but have trinity or you can be the hero and move forward and both times neo is really like oh i i don't the entire Uh-oh. universe, yeah, Can't I yeah, the, the entire yeah, uh, the entire world is not <laughs> why I was doing this. Uh, Trinity is why I was doing this. So the the, the entire world, yeah. So it's like here. their relationship obviously means something <laughs> to to both of them. Means something to this story, and that I think that that's why it works because it doesn't feel like they're retroactively shoehorning something in. They're just taking an element that was important always and like making it explicit text. Having them fly together is great. I love that. I feel like that's a wonderful touch at the end of the movie. It's a good way to close it out. Yeah, and she, yeah, and he's not the one. Like she's the one who like, or you know, the idea that him being yeah. the one doesn't matter is something that they mm. explore in this as well. But the idea that she is the one who's able to like break break through the code before mm-hmm. he he does. It's their is, relationship is together that gives them the power, and that's what why he said I had to keep you close but apart because every time you two get touched, it caused problems. Uh, yeah. Part- Part of that whole monologue is so good. I love that he's like, you I, you know, I tried this yeah. so many times. Like, you had to be close, but not too mm-hmm. close. Just close enough to be within reach, but, like, tragically apart mm-hmm. is so cool. Um, and having just rewatched the first hour of this movie, they do it They do it once in the, the climax that I like. But in the first act of this movie, when they're having their coffee, they're kind of getting to know each other for the first time. Uh, she does get the phone call from, you know, her handler, her husband, to, like, pull her away mm-hmm. from that engagement. And then they do it at the end also, and when she finally rejects it. Yeah. Uh, 
That's so because the handler so gets cool. like too aggressive about mm-hmm. it. Yeah, I hated that fucking name. Uh, yeah, like oh yeah, that stuff was really good. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, I still, I still have, like, like his name is Chad. Chad stole the yeah. Chad stole Neo's girl. <laughs> it's def. I think that is wildly intentional. Oh yeah, definitely. That is absolutely intentional. Intentional. I hope so. Anyway. But yeah, we we yeah, all think, we all I had a lot of fun well. with this. I'm I'm this was kind yeah. of a like a half cock choice, but I'm I'm glad we we had a lot There's to say. We and really with that, we're it. back in the new year. No more uh, no more uh, like last minute uh, things filling in for your weekly. Please don't cast. We are back well. on schedule. <laughs> uh, so with that in mind, Seb, what do we have going on for next week? Um, next week we are going back to music, yeah, and we are first doing time in a long time. um. Yeah, um, I did an album, like, the first year we were doing the podcast. Um, yeah, you like, four years ago now, mm-hmm. right? Almost. Yeah, we've done maybe, what, like, three albums yeah, exactly. in our whole run? It's not, uh, it's not four, a space we, we did, really uh, in that much. We did Home Shake. We did... Um, no One Ever Really no Dies. No One Ever Really Dies. Him of the, sev- him of the Seventh Galaxy. Album. And we did, uh, we did the Arion album. Yeah. One, oh, yeah, it's, it's um, a bunch of ones and zeros. I, I that I can't say correctly. It sure is. Yeah, zero one. Zero. <laughs> um, so we are doing another metal album. It's less less progressive metal, so it's less weird. Um, it's more of power metal type of thing. Um, so this is a band called Unleash the Archers. Um, and we're doing two albums: um, Apex and Abyss, which are part of a two space two space two part. Um, uh, like space. No, a two two part rock opera type thing. Um, and it's basically it's about um, there's this like evil tyrant lady, the matriarch, and she uses this like ancient warrior guy, like that you know. Um, she wakes up this ancient warrior guy, and he has to do her bidding, and um kill her sons so that she can complete a a ritual to become all powerful and immortal. Um, and then he does that. And then he's like, man, maybe I shouldn't have done that, but he has to go back to sleep because he's still under her control. And And then he's really tired. Yeah. yeah, And then years later, um, the grand or no, the son of one of the guys that he killed reawakens him and uses him to stop the matriarch. And he finally gains freedom from like his like curse that somebody has to wake him up and use them for his more for their, breaking like, oppression. A double album yeah. so, rock opera that, from the looks of it, yes. lasts around two hours if you, with with yes. both albums combined. And we'll check that out next. Yeah, week. it's yes. it's really good, really fun. Um, the vocalist is a woman. Her name is Ashley Slays. And we'll check that out um, next week. And she's really good. Not not a Britney Slays. I'm looking at the list right Ashley now. Slays. No, Britney Slays. I'm sorry. I'm thinking of somebody else's. We'll uh, Ashley is from. Week. No, Britney Slays. Yes, she's she's uh, Britney Slays, and um, yeah. So it's it's awesome. It's one of my favorite albums right now. Um, please listen to everything in order because it is a story. Apex. Well, I don't know if Nick's going to be able to do uh, that. All right. All right. That's oh, enough that's of that. True. It's on oh, YouTube. No. There are places to listen. To. Guys, please, please donate we need to your our help. Patreon. Patreon.com slash please don't pay cast. For... We need your <laughs> help to get Nick. He needs a Spotify, Nick. Spotify Nick premium account. He's, please. Uh, I see the fly right, flying look, out of his empty look, pocket. The moth in my wallet is doing just fine. Thank you very much. 
<laughs> he doesn't even have a moth. He likes it was it a fly. Oh. <laughs> the, the money was rotten. It's not that it wasn't there. It was just gross. <laughs> Like, from not spending yeah. this podcast <laughs> keeps my house hot happens, so, so if you would like to uh <laughs> you would like to well, support do us. that for ours yes all right <laughs> it's fucking freezing <laughs> all right so that's what we are up to next week so we will see you then with apex and abyss we are logging out for the current week oh, jacking off no, i mean out. 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 Out.